what's up everybody welcome back to baseball connection so another day in the league around the league i should say we're back with the show so what's going on you know i saw an article about the seattle mariners outfield and some notable names in that mix have been sent back down to the minor leagues specifically kyle lewis was optioned to the minors to AAA Tacoma the other day, along with Jared Kelnick. So I, I think Lewis is the more notable name here because obviously he is he, he has had more time in the big leagues. He is someone who was the unanimous rookie of the year in 2020. The fact that they're going to send him back down, I mean, the Mariners just kind of had to make a business decision. This is a pretty significant detail because, I mean, you, you have a guy who's now 27, 27 years old. He burst onto the scene in 2019, made his MLB debut and, you know, the following year, 2020, it was a shortened season, but that's when he won rookie of the year. But unfortunately, since then, he's had a miserable time due to injuries. He suffered a meniscus tear in 2021, which ended his season after 36 games. He had his recovery linger even into this year, 2022, because he was on the IL and not getting he didn't get activated until May 24th, but then just five days later, his misfortune continued because he landed on the concussion injured list. So the Mariners sent him out on a rehab assignment over a month later in early July, and then he returned to the big league club in late July. But his his MLB playing time this, this year just hasn't been very good. He's at 143. He's striking out in 30% of his player appearances. But if you look at his numbers in the minors, he's absolutely crushing it. You know, across the various rehab assignments, he's hitting 293 with a 177 weighted runs created plus. I mean, this crazy number, the slugging percentage is off the charts. But basically, they just don't have space for him in the big league level if he's going to hit, if he's going to strike out 30% of the time. You know, that, that's the issue with guys like Kyle Lewis and Jared Kelnick is they don't make enough contact. They strike out too much at the big league level to really, to, to really let their tools shine. So, the Mariners outfield has become crowded. Mitch Hanniger recently returned from the injured list. So with him, with him coming back, it just seems like Lewis got squeezed out of the outfield picture. So basically, they're going to roll with an infield. So I'm sorry. They're going to roll with an outfield of Jesse Winker, Julio Rodriguez, Mitch Hanniger, and Sam Haggerty. Those four will be their main outfielders. Obviously, one of them will, will be on the bench generally, but I will say the top three will be Winker, Julio, Mitch Hanniger, then, you know, Haggerty, either DH or off the bench. And a further bat off the bench would be Jake Lamb, but he can play some some corner infield too. So, yeah, I mean, that is, that's what's happening in, in Seattle. I mean, if we look at the bigger picture, the Mariners are, are are trying to make the playoffs, right? You know, this is a team that is that has been in a drought for a very long time. You know, each of the past few years, they've made some really – strong runs at it but this year they are in in the driver's seat you know they are up one and a half games in that wild card spot you know they're second in the al west they if, if the playoffs were to start today the Mariners would be in it and they want to keep it that way obviously you have you know a month and a half of the season left but they want to keep it that way they have the second wild card spot so that's how they want to roll with it but thought i would mention that you know Lou. Back down the minors, Jared Kelnick. It seems like he was just only back up to to fill fill some time while guys were injured. But that's that's what they're gonna do.
In other news, the A's released Jed Lowry. So, you know, this is an interesting one. Lowry is 38. He's, he's, he's a veteran playing in his 14th MLB season. And seven of his last nine seasons have been in Oakland. You know, he signed a two-year deal with the Mets prior to 2019, which just turned out to be a disaster because he had so many injuries. He only played nine games with the Mets over the course of that contract. So A's brought him back. It seems like this guy only ever produced as an Oakland athletic. His best years were with Oakland. In 2018, he was an all-star with Oakland. You know, he, he was getting MVP votes in, in 2018. It was pretty remarkable. But, you know, father time catches up to everybody. So they released Jed Lowry. Um, I mean, not, not a huge story, but just going to mention it anyway. The Tigers fired their general manager, Al Avila. You know, he's been the GM. Well, he was the GM in Detroit for a long time. And he took over in August of 2015. But if you look at it, when he took over, the rebuild had essentially already be, begun because the club, you know, traded David Price, Ioannis Cespedes, Joachim Soriat. That was at the trade deadline of that year. And Dave Dobrowski was still at the helm. So he was basically coming in after the the Tigers had had their run. You know, the Tigers were good, you know, like 2014, let's say. Deep, you know, they, this is a team that was like ALCS kind of team. If I if I remember correctly, I think they went to the World Series, actually. If I if I remember correctly. Yeah, they made it to the World Series and played the uh, San Francisco Giants. I remember that. Pablo Sandoval popped off. But um, it, it's been a... It's been a turbulent decade, roughly, and they're going to go a different direction. Um, the Tigers had a lot of expectations coming into this year, honestly, if you look at it. They spent a lot of money in the past 12 months. Signed Javier Baez to a big deal, Eduardo Rodriguez, Andrew Chafin, Michael Pineda. But honestly, a lot of these guys just haven't <laughs> haven't performed. I mean, look at Javier Baez. He has a 77 way to run created plus. This is a guy they just gave $140 million to. Erod. He's only made eight starts for this team. He's had injuries and personal issues. Andrew Chafin, he's pitched well, but he can opt out of the second year of his deal. Michael Pineda, he's only made 10 starts due to injuries, and he has a 5.27 ERA on the year. Tucker Barnhart, he's got a way to run straight a plus of 41. So they spent a lot of money. They kind of lit a lot of money on fire, if we're being honest. Um, they have a lot of young talent. Spencer Torkelson was on the opening day roster, but he struggled enough, and they, they sent him back down to the minors last month. Riley Green... Um, you know, he's up at the big leagues. He's hit at a below average level, but he's a rookie. You know, these rookies, you're not, you're not going to expect too much from them. You don't, don't bank on rookies to really do much their first year. That's just the truth. Most of the time, you have to give them two or three years before they really come into their own. That's for the high, for the high, uh, for the blue chip, the highly ranked rookies. It's usually year two, three where we see them pop off, but that's just the, that's just the case. They, they just need results in Detroit. Um, they've spent a lot of money. They've drafted the players. They've developed the players, but it hasn't translated to win. So at, at that point, people start asking questions and saying, okay, let's, let's go for, for, for someone new to call the shots in the front office. That's just the way it works. It's a business. So looking out to weekend series, what can we expect? I mean, dog days of August, but you know, like I said, some teams are, are being serious about it. You know, they, they, they don't want to let their foot off the gas because if you're in the playoff race right now, you want to stay there. So as far as weekend series, you have Yankees, Red Sox in Boston. Of course, that doesn't really have quite the same ring to it with the Red Sox being in last place. But, you know, those those two teams always go after it. 
You have that. You have Brewers, Cardinals in St. Louis. You have Padres, Nationals, which is interesting. You know, two teams that just had that blockbuster trade. So that's interesting to see. And then you have Phillies and Mets. That's that's the one I'm circling. I'm circling the Phillies and Mets series. You know, two teams in the NL East who are who are hot right now, absolutely on fire right now, and um, they clash. You know, that's how you make up ground. You know, the Phillies just had their win streak snap, but they look to start a new one, but they're going to be up against a pretty good opponent. So look for that this weekend. But that is our update. That's going to do for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.